Welcome once again to This Week in MCU, the weekly after show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. With me, as always, is Sen Raven. Hey, man. Hey, How... good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Got How was your week? <laughs> yeah, it's early for you. So Sen Raven is on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast, and uh, it's much better for me to record at 10 a.m., east coast time yeah. than it is for send to record at 7 a.m east coast time hey I'm, I'm the one that suggested it whose fault is that right no it's all good it's all good um so yeah how was your week uh the week was good yeah lots of fun stuff to do we got we did a movie night last night watched uh um Maltese Falcon and Casablanca, oh. which some of my favorites, but for a couple of people, it was their first time viewing it. So I saw Casablanca maybe for the first time 10, 15 years ago. Okay. It, yeah. And uh, and I don't know that I've seen Maltese Falcon all the way through. Oh, God. I so, love both of them. Yeah. There's a theater in uh, in Palo Alto. Uh, it's the Stanford Theater because it's you know, a block yeah. away from Stanford. Um I'm pretty sure it's still in lockdown right now, but every now and then they do when they when they do it, they do they do a calendar of like specific set of movies mm-hmm. and they'll rotate them. So every now and then they'll do a double feature of Maltese Falcon and Casablanca. Oh, cool. And it's really nice to go see it on a big screen and you walk yeah. in and like half the audience is dressed up in suits and everything. I'm like, Oh, that's great. cool. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah, that 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 would be fun to see on the big screen, but but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about MCU, nope. and this week we're going to do a little news from around MC the MCU. We uh, we talked a little bit about Wandavision last week because well we premiered the podcast last week, um, but uh, there have been some MCU movements around this week. Uh, did you read any of these things? I heard, uh, I saw the one for Black Widow. Yep. I Which did is, not see the other one. Yeah, so Black Widow got pushed back to July 9th from May, which is a bummer, but they went back and said, okay, so you know how we said we were going to premiere on Disney Plus and then we're going to go, no, we're just doing the theater in May. And now they've backed off and said, we're, we're going to do the theater and we're going to do Disney Plus as a premiere access on July 9th. And like with all the other premiere accesses, it's thirty bucks. This might be the first one I do. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to go to a theater at that point, and but I p- might be able to have a couple of friends over, just a couple of close yeah. friends, and which will make the thirty dollars thing absolutely worthwhile because right. it doesn't I'm, take I'm much hoping, to get to thirty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm hoping to be able to just go. I mean, the theaters are open here at least. You know. I think half of them are open now. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to actually just go see it in the theater, which would be awesome because I want to go see a movie, damn it. Yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah, well, at some point, this COVID thing will uh, loosen up and we will be able to, right? Yep. So, but that'll be cool. Uh, July 9th is the new date for Black Widow. And uh, yeah, I will, I will almost certainly buy it on opening day. So, and it'll yeah. be good. And I think we'll, uh, we should probably plan on a a special episode for just the Black Widow review on here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and then also Shang-Chi got pushed back to September 3rd, and that looks like it's going to be theatrical release only. 
So they're obviously okay. moving in that direction, right? Yeah. Um, the question I have really is how long is it going to be before Shang-Chi goes to Disney Plus? Like we've uh, not probably really... Probably like three weeks. Well, that's what I'm wondering, right? Is like we've not really seen that happen yet. Uh, we've not seen any Marvel movies uh, come up since Disney Plus. Right. So even though WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier certainly feel kind of movie-like, um, <laughs> uh, we've not really seen that, that the theater to D- Disney thing. Um, I know the Mulan thing was was a little strange, but Mulan probably suffered from bad reviews and whatnot as well. So, right, um, and it, and it was a test case for them to to see how I I think they did fairly decent if I remember correctly for, in the theaters. Well, no, no, for uh, for the, the oh the premiere release, yeah. yeah, yep, yep. So um, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. But okay, so the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Episode two, the Star Spangled Man. Um, so, before we jump into kind of the recap, uh, what were your in- initial impressions? I thought it was um, they're they're doing some stuff that that seems like they're gonna kind of carry from episode to episode. Yep. Um, this one's definitely moving a lot of stuff forward. Confirmed a couple of things, and. Uh, just overall, the whole thing is good. Yeah, they're they're keeping that production down. Like this, this is this is awesome. Well, that was the thing, right? Is like, uh, and and we'll get into a little a little bit more detail, but like that fight scene from the first episode, the the opening flight fight, um, right. was movie quality, and we're sitting there going, "Did they spend all their money on this?" <laughs> like, like it was just so good. But then we have the tractor trailer fight. And it's still really good. <laughs> it was still really good. So I don't know. We'll see how it, how it carries us forward. So yep. Um, okay. So let's jump right into it. Uh, we open with uh, previously on, and that's cool because you know we we need to expect that. Uh, they didn't do that in Wandavision until the later episodes when reality started creeping in. Um, so, so I wasn't sure if they were going to continue that on this and they do, um, even though it's only a week, it's nice to have a little bit of a, a re- very short previously on. And we open with John Walker. Oh, you know what? I always forget this. If you haven't seen this episode, stop this. Yeah, Don't listen. Alert. Go, go back. Watch it because we're not holding back. We're not trying to dance around spoilers. There will be spoilers all throughout this. Um, so there's your warning. Have a good time. All right. So we open with John Walker in his high school locker room in Custer's Grove, Georgia. Um, and he's talking with his wife, Olivia. And the only oh, reason. So, hold on, yeah, hold on. I know. The, I, the very <laughs> opening shot, right? Yep. Like the sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, go, 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 go. So the opening shot is him unzip doing like the, the zipper coming down. Yeah. The opening shot of the first episode is the um uh Sam doing uh just ironing. So these little yep you know, mundane things that are like just the opening shot is like I hope they carry that through. I hope that's the opening shot for, for the episodes as as they go, because I just just a really nice pull in. Like, that's like I, true. I thought it was a nice set. 
Yeah, that's true. I hadn't noticed that, but I and I hadn't thought about that. But just like just opening with just kind of mundane things and yeah, and then and then opening it up really. I mean, right? Because so. then all shit is gonna break loose and you <laughs> and you know it's gonna happen. Right. So yeah, so he's in his old high school locker room. He I don't even know how this works, but he peels the label off of one of the lockers that used to be his locker, and his initials and football number are still there yeah and i was okay. like dude <laughs> you didn't graduate last year <laughs> so uh that was a little weird for me but I, I let it go and we find out he's talking with his wife olivia who's in the locker room with him uh trying to help him get pumped up for his public appearance um and what's funny is i don't think they ever said her name in the show i just looked at the credits yeah, I don't think I heard, I remember seeing that either. Yeah, and I don't so think I, wasn't, I realized that's his wife. Well, I didn't either, and then I did a little research. So okay, um, yeah. So it's a, her name is Olivia Walker. It's his wife, um, and that's really all I know about her at this point. But so clearly, he's getting ready to go out in public as Captain America, and he's like trying to figure his way and, and whatnot. And uh, in walks Lamar Hoskins. And we're going, who is this guy? And then I, I did my research and and I and I remembered that uh and, and we get his his code name a little bit later, but he is actually uh Captain America's sidekick. And he's not called Bucky. He's not called Bucky. <laughs> yeah. Um That'd and, be a little heavy handed. Well, it would be. It would be. And he does eventually become Bucky in in the comics. Uh, for a little while, but, but that's not, that's not what they're playing up right here. So, um, and they're talking and, and everybody's kind of saying, you know, be the best you, you can be. And that's cool. That, that makes sense. And, and you kind of, uh, look, I'm, I'm even a little defensive about John Walker to begin with because he's stepping into Captain America's shoes. Yeah, that's right. A, that's a big step to take. It right? is. That's... It is. So, so you already start off with the well. Prove it to me. Prove, prove to me why you deserve this. Right. So, uh, so the the whole be the best you can be, or the best you you can be thing, I think, makes him a little bit more appealing to me, at least at the beginning. So, yeah, I think I, I I have to agree on agree on that one. Yeah, I'm still not sold on the actor, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, you know he, who that is, right? I, I do, I do. Well, so <laughs> I, I only realize that. So I only know him from uh, so it's uh, uh, Wyatt Russell, yep. and I only know him from Lodge Forty Nine, which is the the show that that I saw him in. And yeah, some, somebody told me like Wednesday. They're like, you know, that's Kurt Russell's kid. I'm like, I did not. Yeah, so I knew about that as well, but I learned about that way after I started watching Lodge Forty Nine. And Lodge Forty Nine, he plays like a slacker, thirty year old type dude. It was long hair, just like bumming around, not really doing much of anything. It's it's very strange. Um. So to so see him in this in this role is very very different. Um, so so anyhow, but his his acting right now is very flat to me, and I have a theory about that. And I think the theory is that we're not supposed to fully buy into him and fully like him. Right. I think I think I think they're they're 
Because if we really did buy into him and and love him as Captain America, then Marvel would have a problem. <laughs> Sure, but we know, but we know that he's supposed to be U.S. agent, and we know that the U.S. agent is not a clear-cut good guy. Right, and so we do see some of this later on in this episode. So I think that right. that's good. Yeah. That's that's really good. So, um, so we shift to the intro. They actually they they hold the uh, the title card until this this scene, and we hear a marching band playing a funkified version of the old Captain America star-spangled man with a plan theme for World War II, which, frankly, was a really great arrangement. It was awesome. <laughs> they, they did a good job. Yeah. And, and you know, and he's he's glad-handing. He's, you know, shaking hands and, and signing autographs and signing action figures, which came out really quickly. <laughs> Hey, you know it's Disney and it's the U.S. government. Uh, they can definitely pump pump out some stuff right away. Right, right. And in corporate synergy, he's about to <laughs> film a live segment on Good Morning America, uh, which is on ABC. So, uh, so it's all cool, and and uh, you know he's just he's just playing to the crowd, and 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 everybody honestly. Like he was getting so much love from the crowd, I was a little surprised he, until he's in his home hometown. No, that's the point, right? I, I, <laughs> I just, you know, I, at, at the beginning, I'm going, that's a lot of support for people uh, for him just becoming Captain America, and then I went, oh wait, he's at home. Yeah, he's at home. He's in his high school, and and in um, a town called Custer's Grove, Georgia. Everybody knows where, him. Where he, where he was probably the like the the quarterback or the captain of the football team or something. Exactly, exactly. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, of course, everybody loves him and loves the fact that somebody from their town is now Captain America. That's that's awesome, and and you can't fault him for that, right? That that's that's pretty cool. It's a great touch. Yeah. So, um, and and really, this whole elaborate scene is kind of a setup. Which, uh, you know, not for nothing, but I think the mar- that marching band actually played that theme. I don't I think it, so. I, I don't think they were. They were I, good. They were really good, and I don't believe. Well, I don't believe they were a high school marching band. And two, <laughs> I don't believe that uh, everybody on the field playing were actors. That doesn't make sense to me. It would be much better or much easier for them to just go to a local. Uh, high school or or college and say hey we want to hire your band for this scene right and and have played that 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 song i i think i think that and i and and it, they pulled it off it felt like a it felt like a real performance to me so all right but all of this elaborate setup really is to uh let us know john walker's background that's all this was for is to give us more information on john john walker right so Talk about him getting three medals of honor. He worked for a counterterrorist unit. Um, he's got no super soldier serum, but he's got a refined physique that's been studied by the government. And the one thing that um, is interesting to me and could be something, this, this kind of bleeds into speculation a little bit, but in the comics, John Walker got his gut super soldier serum eventually from the power broker. Right. Who appears to be all over this series. Yeah. 
<laughs> like way more than I ever thought it was going to be. Um, so, uh, so it's really cool. Um, was there anything that stuck out to you in, in that particular scene? Just, the like the, the shots of him throwing, throwing the shield. Oh, the background. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was... I think they did a, I think they did a good job on that. It, it made it, you know, they showed him working out with a shield, hitting the targets. That was, that was nicely done. Like yeah. hey, he's got control over it. He knows how to use it. Kind of a but mini he, like... training montage. Right, because I looked at it and went, "Ha, huh, that's pretty cool." You still not cap, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. I mean, it was, it was, it was good to see him learn how to use the shield, or or learning how to use the shield and be able to be competent with it. Now, in the comics, John Walker had a really hard time using the shield at first, until he got trained in how to use the shield by the Taskmaster. The government hired the taskmaster to train John Walker to use the shield. Oh, did he? Sorry, yeah. my audio cut out there for a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In in uh yeah in the comics, the the government trained the government paid taskmaster to train John Walker in how to use the shield. Uh, and, of course they did. And taskmaster is going to be in Black Widow. Yep. So. Uh, maybe we'll get a cameo. Maybe, maybe we'll get we a get a cameo. I here. I doubt it, but we'll. <laughs> it would be really cool if we did. Um, all right. So, and the, the thing that I found really interesting and I knew was going to cause a little bit of a wrinkle was when he was asked if he knew Steve Rogers. Right. And he was like, no, but, but I modeled myself off of him and, and he feels like a brother. And I, yeah. <laughs> even before they switched to Bucky and Sam, you go, right? But I was yeah. expecting that look on their face, like, no, just no. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So that, that was also, and that also felt a little deceptive to me. I don't know how else to put it. It felt, it gave me a bad feeling about him, just the way he answered that. Right, just a little on the slimy side. Yep, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a touch. So, um, and then we switch over to Bucky and Sam to see their reactions. Guess what? They don't like it. <laughs> no <laughs> Can surprise. you blame them? No, no surprise there. Right. And then we switch back over to uh, Sam walking with Torres, who I still think is going to end up being. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. So, uh, and. And Bucky comes in, so apparently Bucky tracked down Sam, and immediately just starts browbeating Sam with "You shouldn't have given up the shield. How could you do that?" Blah blah blah. I highly doubt that he actually had to like track him down. He probably they right. probably know where where they both are all the time. Uh, almost certainly, almost certainly. Um, and what what I what's really cool to me is we you know we see, I think kind of a continuation or uh, of Bucky's kind of browbeating Sam about this whole thing. And Sam's just going, uh, you know, I, I can't deal with this right now. You know, he's really not, not on it much. Um, Sam's on his way to a mission. Uh, Bucky wants to fix this whole Captain America thing. And, and the Sam's way. The, yeah, the quick way, the quick way. And Sam's just like going, look, I got to go deal with these flag smashers. And so, um, and we got to see if they're one of the big three. <laughs> oh, I, I love the big three. It's this, so good. This whole thing, the big three thing, 
and the fact that they use it twice right not from the same source right which is even better (laughs) androids aliens or or wizards are the big three um and uh and then they have a little back and forth which i gotta tell you i'm appreciating the the humor in this there's a little bit more than i would have expected but still maintaining a serious tone throughout the whole thing right um but dr strange Strange. sorcerer. sorcerer is just a wizard without a hat I can't, I can't argue. <laughs> and I'm and I'm thinking about it, going, huh? Yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and and so he goes, "What about Gandalf? Or why are you going after Gandalf?" And Sam's going, "How do you know about Gandalf?" He goes, "I read The Hobbit back in 1937 <laughs> when it <laughs> when released. it came out." <laughs> now here's a little, just a tiny, tiny, tiny touch. 1937 was the release date of The Hobbit in Europe. It didn't come out in the United States till 1938. Oh, ouch. Okay. <laughs> so, but but it makes sense. Well, no, he would he would have been in the states. Oh wait, yeah, he still would. Yeah, he would have been trained at, at best. Yeah. Training, right? At best. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So they 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 missed that, but that's fine. I'll, yeah, I'll, it's just a, it was a stupid little <laughs> tiny thing. Stupid little tiny thing. Um, okay. So uh, Bucky, Bucky's like, I'm coming with you. Sam's like, No, you're not. And Bucky does. <laughs> I, I get a little bit of a of a a slightly older brother feel from, yes. from him pushing pushing on uh, on Sam. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Given, given Bucky's age, for one thing. Uh, and, and also look, how can Sam not kind of look up to Bucky in a similar vein? Right. You know, because back, you know, before the winter soldier days, it was Captain America and Bucky. Well, and he, like before Captain America, he was like the big brother for, um, yeah, for Steve. uh, yeah, for yeah, Steve. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I'd forgotten about that. Always coming to his protection and everything. So, so uh, okay, so they're in the plane and they get to Munich, uh, which is where the flag smashers are supposed to be. And Sam leaps out of the airplane because he has wings, and Bucky's like, <laughs> "Where's the parachute?" And Torres is like, "There's no chute." <laughs> he goes, it's all, we're, "We're only two hundred feet off the ground." And and he was and we weren't planning to jump. Yeah, and so Bucky tears off his sleeve for his adamantium arm, which or vibranium arm, and I'm not sure why because does the I coat think, restrict the movement maybe, that much? But I, I, you know, he that's that's for show. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, that's just hey, look, I have my arm. Right. And hey, Bucky, if you if you had a uh, if you had an arm like that, you know, wouldn't you be like showing it off all the time? Of of course, of course. Yeah. And and so he jumps out the 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 plane like he knows he's gonna hate it, and he does. He's not Steve. <laughs> right. He and doesn't. Steve did it with a shield. He doesn't land with a superhero landing. He lands oh with a dead Are person you... landing. <laughs> that would hurt so much. <laughs> Flat on his back, just going, ugh. And Falcon no, comes you know, in. I, I oh, got all yeah. that recorded. Yes, yes, yep, <laughs> yep. You know we have that all on camera, right? <laughs> I oh. hate you. <laughs> so every, every moment that they can poke at each other, is, you know, yeah, it, it's good. It's good. And and uh, and so they meet up and they and they start. They they basically 
say, okay, fine, we got to do this mission. Cool. Um, Red Wing uh, is doing recon. And I got to tell you, man, uh, the improvements they've made to the Red Wing character, and I'm calling it a character at this sure. point, um, is so much fun to watch. Just like, just the stupid little scene, like when Bucky is in the warehouse and they're looking for everybody, and Red Wing is like flying and like hovers right around his head, and and Bucky takes a swing at him, just as if he's a, just a, a pest. Uh, it was just awesome. I just, I it's a nice little touch. So clearly, Bucky wants to rush in and take out the two people that he sees. And you think San- he's going for a little action? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he might be chomping at the bit for a Just little a bit. Just a touch? Yep. So uh, Sam says, wait. Bucky said, look, there's two people. I can- I've got a vibranium arm. I can take them. And Sam goes, hold on. And Red Wing shows, no, there are seven people. <laughs> oh, and let's watch them a little bit. Oh, yeah, they're all super strong. They're all enhanced. It's like, oh, boy. Okay. So, and I love this part. There, you know, Red Wing does his infrared, whatever view he's using, heat heat sensing view, and sees that they have a quote unquote hostage in the trailer of an eighteen wheeler that they're hijacking. Right. All right. I thought it was uh, like because we get that next shot, right? Uh, right. Bucky on the back of it. So, but here's the weird part: they get in there. He uses the front of a tr- of their truck, of one of one of the bad guys' trucks. To jump on the back of the other truck. Yeah. How did the guy in the truck did not see that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I, 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 didn't, I didn't like that part. But then he gets in and um, and he sees the girl. And I thought, like, first things first, I, I didn't think it was a uh, hostage. I thought it was just a stowaway. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, th- fair she's enough. just hiding behind the crates. She, yep. she just kind of walks out behind the crates, but then she gets that smile, and I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, no, right. <laughs> so, you know you know what's funny? You, you mentioned hopping on the front of the truck and getting to the back of the truck. Maybe there was no reaction because they knew what was in the truck. That's true, but, like, there would be... Even if you know that there's something in the truck, somebody just jumped on the front of your truck and on the back of, uh, of the one you're following, there's got to be a reaction. Well, the, at least on film, right? Because <laughs> they didn't show any reaction. Uh, it, it, there was you know, no swerve because you could still see a little bit of the back truck. There was no swerve or anything. There's nothing. So that that kind of threw me off a little. Um, well, it, it even could have been uh, if they had just thrown it to the driver who just said something like "heads up," right? Yeah, you know, just to just to let let her know that that he was coming. Um, yeah, so they get inside, and he's like, oh, there's this girl here that we need to rescue. And then she has a smile on her face, and you're going, oh, no, this is not good. <laughs> and the hostage, we find out later, happens to be Carly, and we'll, we'll talk about her in a little, in a little bit. Uh, so clearly, the Flag Smashers are, are hijacking these trailers. They appear to have vaccines and, and supplies sent by the GRC, who we learn is the uh, Global Repatriation Council, who's responsible for trying to help um, the 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 people who come back from the blip uh, kind of reintegrate into society. Right. So, 
But we also don't know if those are actually going to the proper locations and to proper people. And... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, let's see. So, yeah, because I, I ended up having, I ended up scrolling down to my notes. Um, so, the yeah, so they have those vaccines and they, then all of a sudden a fight on the trucks, on top of the trucks ensues because that's what you do in a movie slash action TV show. Um <laughs> <laughs> and Bucky and Sam are kind of holding their own, but they're they're getting bested. Well, and, they're they're going against eight super soldiers, basically. Exactly. Um, now they do have training on their side versus the so super soldiers, but well, as far as we know, anyway. Um, but uh, but they're 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 in trouble, and helicopter comes in. And Captain America and Lamar jump on the trucks and start helping. Yeah, which they actually do a fairly decent job at. And you get you get that one shot of that I I don't remember. Uh, did the shield go past Bucky's face and he kind of just moved moved back to let it pass, or did he catch it and throw he, it back? He caught it. Okay. He caught it. And so yeah, and so. Uh, we when he catches it, he grabs it, and for like a split second, just a split second, you could see that look on his face going, "I don't know if I'm gonna give this up, give this up right now." Right, just, but but when he throws it back, it is a smooth move. Like the entire is. thing is very smoothly done. Like he's done this so many times, and it just kind of reflect. And like the look on his face was, "This is just a reflex thrown it right back to Cap." Yes, and it's like okay, this is the, you know. They're building it up nicely. Yeah, they really are. Uh, so, it yeah, it was really well done. Um, we find out Lamar is you know when they they finally do some a little bit of introductions in the middle of this thing, and because some I think it was uh, Bucky that said who are you, and he goes uh, Lamar Hoskins Battlestar. Like, <laughs> That's it. Let me off this. Yeah, yeah, and and so he goes I, I'm you know I'm Cap's partner. It's like oh come on man. Now, Battlestar is Lamar Hoskins in the comics. Right. Um, Lamar Hoskins ends up becoming Bucky when uh, it, it's later on. It's just later on during the U.S. Agent uh, Captain America saga, that whole thing. Um, so hopefully they won't go down the Bucky road. I, I'd prefer they just leave him as Battlestar at this point. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um. So and that, but that whole fight scene I thought was awesome. Another kind of movie quality, uh, yeah. fight scene on top of these trucks. Well, uh, especially with the whole hanging off the side of the truck and you know getting rescued by by Sam. Yeah, which yeah. was a nice a nice little you know, roll, 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 roll. Get off me! Yeah, <laughs> it really was. But before that, we see Battlestar on on top of the truck in trouble. He says, "John, where you at, man?" and you know, to, to cap and Walker pulls out a gun. Yep. And he popped, popped the guy in the knee or something. He, 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 I, I think he, he went to shoot the guy, but I think he got him in the shoulder cause he got, he got hit, you know, as okay. he was shooting. But, um, that was one of the places in here that made me also think was a, was a very short, but deliberate differentiator 
Because Wildcap did use a gun in World War II, because they showed scenes right. of him doing that. Once he was unfrozen and brought to the current world, he didn't. He would not use a gun. And so, I, I think there's, I think there's a little. It's just a little nod as to how Walker is different from Steve Rogers. Well, okay, but Walker is U.S. military. He is trained for you know, you know combat. So was so was Steve Rogers. Uh, to a certain degree, he went through basic and everything. Yes, he went through basic. Walker went, is actually and, like a combat. Uh, well, uh, but vet, but so. Steve Rogers was a combat vet with the with the Howling Commandos. No, but I'm I'm talking. Uh, I, I I don't. That's fine. He is. I'm talking. He's a modern soldier, basically taught to use whatever he can. He's sure. got a gun. He sure. knows how to use it. He's gonna put it to use. I don't really have a problem with him using the gun, but I'm on the same page with you. It's a difference between him and actually Cap. Yes. Cap wouldn't do it, and Bucky does take a dig on and on and like he, he he wouldn't need a gun. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So so that's that's cool. Um, and then we then we switch over to yeah, as you said, Bucky stuck under the truck trying to slow it down by digging into the pavement, and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> and Sam basically in, in this remarkable swooping move swoops under the truck. <laughs> from flight grabs him and they roll into a field and oh, it's such a nice moment yeah and and, <laughs> and bucky just like get off me um <laughs> and you know you have the realization that all this all the flag smashers are all super soldiers um they're laying in the field we've switched back to battlestar and and, and john walker battlestar gets kicked off the truck and john in a very Captain America move, throws the shield under Battlestar so he doesn't hit the pavement and slides along the pavement with the shield. It was nicely done. It was a very Captain America move. <laughs> um, and very adept with the shield. That that was yeah. the other thing that, that struck me. And this all makes me think that, one, they've been prepping John Walker to be Captain America for a while, right? Um. And they must have had another shield to practice with. Well, we also we also don't have a timeline on um, <clears throat> uh, how long it was before Sam gives the shield to uh, the Smithsonian, and to uh, how long till they announce uh, uh, Walker's Captain America after that. That felt the like episode, a week. It felt like well, a week. Right, the, the, <laughs> the episode makes it feel like a week. It could have been a couple of months, but yes, there's more. There's likely. I think they would have said that. Yeah. I really do um, think they would have said that if it was a longer yeah. time. On the timeline stuff, though, uh, the previous episode, when he's at the bank and saying, you know, it's been six months, the, it does put it into the timeline that this is still, this is after one uh, after one division, but it's still before um, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Yes. Yes. So it, it it's nice. It the the timeline is completely weird because they're technically in twenty twenty three, right? But it it is nice to actually be able to put it somewhere, um, because the tech stuff like, uh, Sam in the first episode working on on uh, Red Wing, the yeah, 
who who's the next Iron Man? Well, Spider Man is the next Iron Man, but that hasn't happened yet. Right. Right. That 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 re- realization and him coming into his own and taking over, uh, you know, the, the whole glasses thing and taking over the system has not happened yet. Right. That's true. Um. The the other thing about that is, see, I I really want them. I I'd love for them to make a reference somehow in a natural way to what what's going on with Wanda. I don't know how you do that. Right. But I, but I, I'd love to, I'd love to just see a nod to acknowledge the other stuff that's happening. They might but, not know about it. It might have been kept completely closed off. Maybe, but you know, news travels. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Especially so, super, superpower news. Right. Do you so, think they have a newsletter? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, it's gonna. Be, it, it's called <laughs> this. This week in Shield is oh, their God. newsletter. <laughs> that's a terrible uh, name. Yep, it really it is. Work. Nope. Uh, all right, so uh, Battlestar gets kicked off the throat, uh, off the throat, off the truck, saved by John from throwing the shield. John gets thrown off the truck. Flag smashers get away. And this next scene I love so much: Sam and Bucky on the road, walking down, kind of arguing, and then John Walker and Battlestar drive up. Hey. Get in the to get in the truck. Nope, and they just keep going. <laughs> they would rather it's sit and argue miles. by themselves. Yeah, <laughs> it's twenty miles to the to the airport. Get in the get in the truck. They finally do, and and that's when John Walker gives his call back to the big three: aliens, androids, right. and wizards. <laughs> well, but like, he so one of them gets taken out, and he replaces it with something else. Uh, no, he he just swap he swapped the uh, he's uh, he's oh no so and and and. So what happens is he says the big three, he changed the order of aliens and androids. Sam had said androids, right. aliens, and wizards. Uh, Walker says aliens, androids, and wizards. Um, and then I think Sam says, but these guys are super soldiers. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it, while it's not a big three, it's pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> so but this is also where we get like, who are you? I'm I'm Battlestar, and Bucky's like, that's it. Let me let let me off this truck. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, uh, and and then they find out, so you got called into this too? And it's like, no, we tracked, you know, we tracked you. Or or mm-hmm. no, you were tra- you were tracking the Flag Smashers too? And they said, no, we were actually tracking you because they tracked Red Wing. They hacked Red Wing because it's government tech. Right. So this actually, this is a nice one. Uh, a lot of times MCU Comics puts the the military is just the bad guys right and i i think they're they're heading in that direction with with the show here as well well and they've been, they've they've always done that right even even in the movies i mean thunderbolt ross is not a good sure, guy sure but it, but it wasn't like to a major degree it was like oh agreed oh overall the military is fine here's a couple like ross is a bad guy but you know we'll deal with him later right but i think as an overall figure they're kind of setting them up, uh, like no, they're not. They're not really on your side. You know, they took the shield away, gave it to some new guy. Uh, they're tracking the, you know, they're they're tracking their movements, things like that. So I, I think it's a little more in the let's let's put them as one of the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. 
So yeah, so they're talking back and forth, and we finally get to know what GRC stands for, which was the G- Global Repatriation Council. Um, and uh, Walker's like, look, he has he finally has a talk with Sam, and says, look, I'm not trying to replace Steve, uh, but it'd be a lot easier having Cap's wingman on my side. And, and Sam's like going, <laughs> you know, until the last line, <laughs> it's yeah. all it's always the last line. It's always the last line. <laughs> So because I, I think yeah. he kind of he kind of had him like right yes he, he would help Sam sort would of totally help yeah because look I think Sam at the core just wants to make sure it's being held by the right guy right and, but he, and he's also military right and he so he wants to trust this guy but needs a reason to um, yeah Bucky is never gonna trust like, him yeah so that last line just kind of blew it up a little yeah <laughs> and it was too on the nose just <laughs> like yeah. oh, come on. <laughs> Um, so then we switch back to the Carly, uh, to Carly and the Flag Smashers going back to what I thought was the headquarters, but it's not, it's, it's a safe house, uh, basically. And, uh, that's when we get to know that there's a lot of public support for them. Uh, and it felt very, uh, red state-ish to me. It, you know, very, you know, very much a... You know, it doesn't matter what the mainstream is doing. We need to worry about us. Um, well, it's type. also, yeah, kind of like that. But there's also, like, again, we don't know if those supplies are going to the people that actually need them. So they might be getting their public, you know, public support, not public, public, but, you know, local support because they're providing these supplies to people that need it instead of, you know, where the council says that it goes. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so they, so they, you get to the safe house and they open a door. There's a there's room a room in there with a bunch of beds, which appears to please them quite a bit, and a computer. And there were post bills on the door that I I had to look at. I fr- freeze frame and saw there was one that was that was there uh, that just bit, was in German said "Wir kaufen alte Autos," which just means we buy all cars. No, <laughs> so so it meant nothing. It's nice. We can sell cars. Yeah. Um, and, and so there were a bunch of others I couldn't make out. Um, but then Carly gets a text on her phone that just says, you took what was mine. I'm going to find you and kill you. Right. And, and I'm you know fairly certain that's going to be Power Broker. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, because they make reference to Power Broker openly in this one. Right. So, um, a little bit later, but they do. So, uh, so Flag Smasher computer dude uh, gets on a computer and notices that folks are already looking for them, and he's wiping their aliases because if you freeze frame on the computer, while it doesn't show you the names, the alias names, it shows you all the ID numbers that they had, and they all said compromised next to them. Uh. So he's wiping it all out, and we see uh, a close up of an Interpol notice. Case ID 109.122, which I didn't look up because I didn't have time. Uh, but we see finally Carla, uh, Carly Morgenthau's full name, which is Carly Morgenthau, wanted, armed, and dangerous, last sighted near Munich. Now, in the comics, Carly was Carl, and Flag Smasher was an individual. Okay. And that individual also has ties to the power broker, um, much like Carly here I, I you know people complain sometimes about the the gender 
twist of of different characters and whatnot. This character isn't established in the MCU. I don't care. Uh, right. And and frankly, the Flag Smashers as a group uh, is, I think it's a better idea. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so so that's cool. Uh, I, I'm I'm writing down names as I hear them. So there's a guy named Lennox in their group. Um, again, more references to the GRC caring more about the people that came back than the people that were left behind. Uh, we we hear their slogan "One World, One People," which is creepy when they say it. <laughs> yeah, especially when they start chanting it. Yes. Yeah, well, it, what's funny is when they started chanting it, they did the the, uh, the the call and response thing. I kept thinking football movies. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go defense. Yeah. Um, so uh, so we get back to Bucky and Sam in the air transport. Uh, Bucky says we got to take the shield, and Sam is like, "We can't." Remember the last time we stole it, which is a call back <laughs> to Civil War. Like we were, we were on the run for a couple of years, you know, and 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 they make a reference to to Sharon because Sharon got in trouble for that as well. Uh, I was expecting to see her in this episode, but I think I guess she's coming in on the next one. Uh, okay, yeah. So I I haven't looked to see what's coming up next, but but yeah, yeah she we know she's coming I, in. Yeah, we know that she's in the show. Yep. So. So they, they talk about getting beat up by super soldiers and they, they end up with nothing. And then Bucky is like, yeah, you know what? There's someone you, you should meet. And we go to Baltimore. And it's like, I what? love this. It, this it's, was it, so it well is, done. It really was. So they're walking down the street and one of the kids on the street is like going, hey, you're Black Falcon. <laughs> it's Black Falcon. And Sam's going, no, it's just Falcon. He goes, is it because I'm black and the Falcon? He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, so... My dad, my dad calls you Black Falcon. <laughs> yeah, my dad calls you Black Falcon. Uh, he goes, so are you black kid? <laughs> and the kids... Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, the, kid, the kid's friend is all laughing. And, and, and he goes, I, yeah, I got him. Okay, so, so they move on. And they go up to this house. And looking for someone named Isaiah. Now, there's a kid at the door who answers the door and said, there's nobody by Isaiah here. Here is one of the Easter eggs. That kid, his name is Eli. It's Isaiah Bradley that they're looking for. I said Isaiah Washington in the last episode, but it's it's Isaiah Isaiah uh, Bradley. Bradley. Uh, Isaiah Bradley, we'll come to find out, was the uh, black Captain America. And it was uh, something that happened after Steve was lost and after Bucky was lost, and they were doing experiments on uh, black men with the super soldier serum that they had left. Okay. And uh, almost everybody, like I think there were 30 men that were tested. Um, almost everybody died. Isaiah and a couple of other guys did not. And Isaiah became the black Captain America. But then they kept him in jail so they could continue to do experiments on him. Um, and, and that, and he stayed in jail for like 30 years, which we find out through this whole interaction. Um, but the kid at the door, his name is Eli, Eli Bradley, who in the comics later on becomes Patriot of the Young Avengers. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, okay. That's, that's a cool touch. I would love to see that carry through. 
but they're they're leaving these openings, right? Yeah. So so we've seen Torres, who in the comics becomes the new Falcon, and uh, through Power Broker, uh, and, and and Patriot, who gets his way into the Young Avengers by convincing people that he got the Super Soldier Serum in his bloodline through his grandfather, you know, through being born and whatnot. And in the comics, does not have any super soldier serum. He just trains well enough to fool people. Right. Um, but this also gives us uh, Wiccan and Speed from the show, yep. from, from a show. Yep. It gives us Patriot from a show. Yep. Miss Marvel is getting her own show. Right. So we're just missing that one, and that's another show. That's uh, uh, Hawkeye. Yes. So yep. we have the entire the entire Young Avengers available, and and then Falcon if you want them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh. Well, and what's also interesting is we've also got this next generation of adults as well. You know, with right. Monica Rambo. Uh, frankly, I think Scarlet Witch is going to end up stepping up even more. Uh, that second generation Avengers, I think will will step up just like in the comics. Like there's yeah. always a new roster, right? So yeah, I, I I'm very excited for that. So well, what what was the line from Deadpool two? I need a um a a bunch of young young folks that can carry this uh, franchise for another ten years. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so uh, they get in. You know, Bucky basically says, "Tell him the guy from the bar in, in Go Yang is here." Um, and what was interesting was it didn't occur to me initially that they met but Bucky was working for Hydra at that point yeah and so they were enemies at that point yeah I, I didn't I didn't think about that at first either when he when he mentions the bar I thought he just you know met him at the bar right right they were both serving and they met at the bar or something uh or maybe Bucky wasn't serving but yeah they met so um so there Isaiah is clearly pissed off and uh Basically, Isaiah throws a box across the room, which lets you know, oh, yeah, he's yeah. a super too. He's uh, got power. Yeah, because it embeds in his <laughs> in his wall. Um, he he spent thirty years in jail. They ran tests and took blood, studying him and everything. He you know he got the raw end, like so, hardcore, hardcore, yeah, completely. And you know he's he's definitely mean, you know, angry and bitter about it, which is absolutely understandable and completely expected. And like, right. really, you know, you you gave us this, and this is what what happens, and, right? Yeah. And so this is a uh, this is Carl Lumbly, uh, who play who plays Isaiah, and I I really want this not to be the only time we see him. I hope not because I love that actor. He's so good. I would love to see him just in some final fight or something, just come out and clean somebody's clock and just okay, he's done. Still got it. Still got it. Um, all right. So uh, we we go outside after the interaction. Sam is pissed off. He's like, "Why didn't Steve tell me about this? Why didn't anybody tell me about this?" And Bucky's like, "Steve didn't know." Because Steve was on ice, <laughs> you know he nobody knew at the, or he didn't know at that point. And Sam is yelling at Bucky in the street, trying to get information. And up come the cops. Well, so so we did get the part when they're talking to uh, to Isaiah, 
we did get a little bit of explanation like how how they actually met because he didn't meet bucky oh Winter that's true soldier got sent to take him out yes that's true that's true because they it was in he said in korea korea yeah, yeah 50, korea in 51 51 yeah 51 yeah so i'm like that's a nice little touch it just shows you know winter soldier was active for a long long time because when they mentioned him in uh in the movie the first time he's the boogeyman right you now uh yeah yeah so, yeah. so we kind of get of like yeah they're not friends they met once because you know bucky was said to kill him so this is not a friendly encounter right that's true that's true so yeah, so after after the interaction in the street, they they the cops pull up, and the cops pull up in the asking for ID from Sam. Is this man bothering you? Uh, clearly, a nod to things that that have been happening around here uh, recently, with with how uh, the cops treat black people. My 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 first thought as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, you should know better. Like this is this yeah. is not this is not yeah 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 well so what's funny is one of the criticisms I heard from uh one of one of our friends online was that uh he thought the cops weren't portrayed the correct way because they're much worse than that oh yeah yeah <laughs> they they they, they would have grabbed Sam up put him in cuffs before he had a chance to know before they had a chance to know who he was. So, um, so, but it's Disney. Yeah, it's Disney. So they go through, they go through that, uh, clearly, uh, you know, and one of the cops is like, uh, oh, these guys are Avengers. Oh, sorry. Didn't recognize you without the goggles. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and, but in a twist, Bucky gets arrested because he missed his court mandated therapy. Oh, and even good, right? Yeah. like, even though That's he's pardoned, he's pardoned, but I, I guess a, a condition of his pardon was that he had to go to therapy. So, okay, cool. Uh, and we switch to, we go back to jail. The therapist is there. and she, uh, Amy Aquino is her name. She plays Dr. Raynor. And she's awesome. I love her attitude. She's just like a no shit therapist. And, uh, and she, she gets there and Cap gets Bucky released and basically <laughs> says, yeah, you don't have to do this anymore. I, I, I've straightened it all out. You're, you're good. We, we don't have to, you're not going to get caught up in this anymore. Yeah. I, the reason, the reason I like her because the, the no, the no shit, uh, no shit taking, cause she's been through it. She's not just, you know, right. Some, some, uh, shrink that they pulled in to work with soldiers. She's an ex soldier. She went through all this shit. She's seen it. Right. So she knows what's going on. But this whole scene of them having, you know, a quick session, uh, yeah, yeah. So just, that that, just that was awesome. Show, shows how how screwed up they both are. Well, it, what was funny is like Doctor Raynor says, "All right, look, release session now. You too, Sam." And Sam's like, "Going, no, nah, I'm I'm good." And she's going, okay. "That wasn't a request." <laughs> <laughs> so they get there, and they look. They enter couples therapy is really what it was. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's all it was. Couples therapy. And and uh, she asked them a question, uh, the miracle question. It doesn't work. Nobody, they're not having it. Um, they basically, my miracle is if for the other person to shut up. Okay, so stop. 
Okay, fine. We're going to go to soul gazing. Soul gazing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. These you cr- two are children. Yep. These, you know, Bucky is 106 years old. He's a big kid. Yep. Yep. And what, with a metal arm. They argue about where their knees go. <laughs> and then Sam locks them in. You know, knees intertwined. And and she goes, okay, look your look your 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 partner in the face or in the eyes, and then they have a staring contest to see who blinks first. Children, right? And she's like, "Are you having a staring contest?" And she snaps and says, "Stop it, blink." Because she's the mom in this situation. Right, right. This is not couples therapy. These are two two siblings, and she's the mom. Yeah, it, it's it's awesome. And her again, her treatment of it was amazing. She's just like going, Jesus, stop. Just, okay, just come on. All right. So, but but I will say, I love this scene. And, the, and it wasn't because of the comedy, because that was funny too. But we finally, finally, finally get to it because they've been dancing around it, which is Bucky saying, why did you give up the shield? And Sam's like, why do you care? And the key, the whole thing is, Steve believed in you. You threw it away like it was nothing. And if he was wrong about you, then maybe he was wrong about me. Mm-hmm. And that choked me up when he said that. And 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 Sam's just like going, look, you guys need to understand, I did what I thought was right. And they still don't agree, but they understand each other better. Right? And so then they basically say, okay, fine, let's do this job and then go our separate ways, which is Marvel speak for they're going to be tied together for life yeah. because, because by the end of this, they, they have to, they have to be together, um, is, is the way I view that. But do we know how many episodes the show is getting all together? Uh, I'll have to check. I thought it was nine. Okay. But, but, I'm, but IMDB has only six listed so far. Oh, maybe it's only six then. I, I hope it's more. <laughs> mm. But they are also supposed to be uh, season series, not 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 a single uh, season, right. but mul- multiples. Right. So they might just do here's a six, six episode arc, and then come back you know next year and do another six. But so, if they're yeah. only, if they're only six, we're getting Loki really soon. Well, we're getting uh, what the between this. Oh, is and what Loki. the supposed to be before? Okay, I think so. I think so. Um. So, anyhow, because uh, we're 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 finally getting towards the end. Um, basically, uh, we, yeah, they say let's do let's do this. We'll just do the job, go our separate ways. Sam walks out. Bucky walks out a little bit later, and they leave. And Cap and Battlestar are sitting there waiting. Um, and Cap says, "Hey, we need to work together." And Sam and well, Bucky are like, "So he gets." He gets his attention like the douche that he is by with the siren w- yeah. w- by blaring the siren for a second to get him to get him to look over instead of like hey over here instead of just calling for them right. he has to be the dude bro that hits the the siren button yeah exactly uh, but yeah he he says hey look it, it's better if we work together than than, than separate and Sam and Bucky are like no uh, Sam says we're free agents it wouldn't make sense. Which and actually then, makes perfect sense, right? Oh, because yeah. Because the other two are straight up military. They have to be, you know, by the book and everything. Right. These guys can kind of just, you know, kind of do their own thing to a certain degree. Right. And in another move for foreshadowing, Cap says, fine. 
stay out of my way. And the look on his face, and you're just like, can I punch him now? I just want to punch him in the right, nose. Right, right, right. So, Into that weak, the weak chin. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> So we go back. So now the scene changes again to Bratislava, Slovakia. And the Flag Smashers are moving boxes into a plane. Um, and they're clearly running from somebody. And one of them says, they found us. It's the Power Broker's men. Cause, and they, they finally mention the Power Broker by name. Uh, so we get acknowledgement. And then one of them says, you guys go, I'll hold them off. And, and definitely sacrifices himself so that the Flag Smashers can get away. Uh, I love this because it's not just good guys, bad guys. It's 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 kind of like the in between, you know, kind of it's it's a, a kind of a gray area. Um, yeah. We, uh, you know, Nico is mentioned by name. Lennox are mentioned by name. I don't know who they are yet. Um, and. We see the dude fall and the power brokers dude go, yeah, they got away. Sam and Buck, and we switch back to Sam and Bucky and they're talking and Bucky's going, yeah, I know who we got to see. And Sam tries to talk him out of it. And then acquiesces. He goes, yeah, we're going to go see Zemo. And we close in on Zemo in a cell. Roll credits. Yep. Um, we knew Zemo was coming. Um, I, so I guess we can get to speculation, right? Cause there was nothing new in the credits from a Easter egg standpoint. It was all the same stuff. Um, the, the thing I wonder is going to prison to talk to Zemo is one thing. We've seen Zemo in the wild with the hood. Right. So we know he gets out somehow. Right. Um, the the shot that they do of Zemo is that you got the you got the chessboard there, so he's definitely interacting with somebody, and they're playing uh, Mozart's Requiem, and not only are they playing Mozart's Requiem, they playing uh, Rex's, so they playing the King section, yeah, which is like the the biggest the biggest section of the entire Requiem, right. uh, probably the most the the most well known. Uh, and it's just it's it, I don't remember the title. It's Rex something. So it's King something. So they're putting him as the King here. Yeah. And you get the shot of the board, and I think you get a shot of the King on the board, not not just you know anything. Right. Yeah. It's uh, they're certainly setting him up. Uh, so the question is, does so I I I have a, I'm of two minds about this. Does Zemo get out because Sam and Bucky break him out? Or does Zemo get out because Sam and Bucky go to Cap and Cap pulls pulls strings and gets him out? Oh, or maybe he has the tie-ins with the with the power broker to to get him out. That's true. I mean, it could it could be something. Zemo finally says something to the effect of, "Okay, well now I have a reason to leave." (laughs) Yeah, and just leaves. Um, Because he. You know he's set up. He's not set up as a super powered character in in the Civil War, but right. he's a really good at manipulation and strategy and everything else. So right. I'm sure he's got his little strings going. So we could just be like, oh, they're finally here. Okay, great. 
okay, let's pull this this string and and let everything go, and this is how he gets out. Exactly, exactly. So I I, I do like that this is a villain from a movie that they didn't kill. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things I didn't really did not like about uh, Age of Ultron. You know, it's funny. Um, I I always view these comic book movie deaths as non-permanent because in the comics people die all the time uh usually it's uh if you don't see the body they're not really dead yeah i suppose that's like mostly... killmonger i i don't think they're bringing killmonger back uh and i and i highly doubt they'll ever bring ultron back uh ultron i'm not sure i buy that i have i have, I have a sneaking suspicion uh, that they, we're not they might do it through vision yeah maybe so um so yeah uh any other uh spec so uh, let, let me ask you this what did you think of the episode overall oh i thought it was a blast i, I thought it did a great job setting up uh, cap as um as a great face for for the public but we're gonna get to see everything else about him that he's you know not the not the king the 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 hero that you that you're looking for right um uh, the thing from uh, from captain america the first, the the first movie was that the serum wasn't you know you got superpowers now you're amazing it brought out the good you know the best things about you or the worst things about you that's why he you know the doc picked uh cap to begin with yep so while while Walker doesn't have the super soldier serum, even you know the new super super soldier serum wouldn't do that probably anyway. He it's the same thing. The shield is what's going to bring it out. Did I did I mention the Walker power broker thing earlier? I don't know. So in the comics, John Walker got super soldier powers from the power broker. Right, I think you did mention that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we'll go down that whole road. I so before the series even started, before we decided to do this podcast, my thought always was that Falcon and the Winter Soldier was going to turn into Captain America and Bucky. I think, I think by the and it could be season two, but but I, I hope not. I mean, the, well, the previous for this one, and the previous could be completely, you know, completely hoax. Right. But like we we had shots in the previews of uh, Sam practicing with a shield, trying to figure out how to throw it, you know, stuff like that. So I'm hoping that's coming. Yeah. So I mean, and no, when, and what I meant by, by that was I meant Falcon being Captain America, Winter Soldier being Bucky. Oh, like full on, like into full their on, roles. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That could be season two. My my initial thought was that this was going to be an evolution into those roles. Yeah, that'd um, be pretty cool. Because in the comics, Falcon did become Captain America. Yeah, you know, in in the you know in the comics, Bucky did return to to Bucky, and and was at one point. Um, so uh, and then. The question is, do we see Walker evolve into Nomad? Be interesting. Or not not Nomad, US Agent. US Agent. Uh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, because his I, outfit I, I, I meant what you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His 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 uh costume is very US Agent. I mean right. it's got the A with the star in the corner. 
Uh, and then the stripes, which is just like the black and red and white uniform that U.S. agent wears. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, uh, I I really like what they're how they're setting everything up. I did like the little bit when they were walking uh, after the fight, and there were the, we got the little bit of them talking about Wakanda, and Sam makes a joke about like. Oh, you 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 go to Wakanda and suddenly you're the White Tiger. He's like, no, it's actually the White Wolf. The White Wolf, right? What? And he's just like, wait, what? <laughs> yep, yeah, very very nice touches. Um, okay, anything else there, Sen? No, I think uh, I, I think that covers the entire show. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And, and we are going uh, scene by scene and breaking things down quite a bit. Um, and and if you out there listening do not like that please shoot me an email at Kurt at VO by Kurt and I'd be happy to listen to it and probably won't change anything, but I'd love to hear (laughs) your comments. Right. Um, Okay. If you want to follow us, you can go to twitch.tv slash VO by Kurt and click follow and you'll be notified every time we record. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash this dash week dash in dash MCU, or just search for This Week in MCU in your podcatchers, and you will find the podcast right there. Sen, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me every morning on twitch.tv slash senraven for uh, a little bit of uh, Marvel Strike Force uh, streaming and uh, on the weekends as well, and uh, also on Thursdays when we record the F- uh, the FTH Beyond podcast on the from the Helicarrier channel on Twitch. Great. And I can be found all over the place on the internet. I'm on VO by Kurt on Twitter and on Twitch. Uh, I'm on Mondays and uh, Mondays and Thursdays we do FTH Beyond. On Mondays I'm on VO by Kurt. On Thursdays on From the Helicarrier. And on Thursdays I'm also on Nook's Tavern, an Animal Crossing podcast with Phil Keating. And my solo podcast is Storytime with Kurt. We just started uh, a new book this week, uh, Tom Swift and his Electric Runabout. And it it just started uh, distributing on Wednesday. And that's over on anchor.fm slash Storytime with Kurt or wherever you find your podcatchers. And with that, we will see you guys next week, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, right here on twitch.tv slash Kurt. Have a good week. Don't hit me with a shield.